Welcome to Girlfriends of a Certain Age, a podcast for women in midlife. We are busy living our best lives. I'm your co-host, Fleshay Hesh. I'm a business coach and work-life balance expert for women. And I'm your co-host, Jessica Neighbor. I'm a voice coach for vocalists and public speakers online at Impact Vocal Coaching. We are girlfriends in real life, and in every episode, we'll discuss a different hot topic about becoming wise women, recovering from being a good girl, and not giving a bleep anymore. If you identify as a girlfriend of any age and you want to join our conversation, join us on Instagram, YouTube, and girlfriendsofacertainage.com. Welcome back for another episode of Girlfriends of a Certain Age. I'm your co-host, Flesche. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. Ah, we're girlfriends from a long time back. And today we are tackling something that made us both sit up straight, straighten our spines, made our hearts open and us just say, yes, yes, yes. And that is the documentary by our girl, JLo called Halftime. If you haven't seen it yet, it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I might even recommend you hit pause on this right now. Go watch that and come <laughs> back and listen to our commentary, our girlfriend chat mm-hmm. uh, about this topic because it spoke to us in such a deep way. Yes. It brought us closer. Yeah. If we could even get closer as such good friends, it was just yeah. such a beautiful topic to see a woman watch her turn 50, watch her not be afraid to turn 50, say how old she is. And to see her at the top of her game, Mm -hmm. I I personally wrote down a few quotes that I want to talk about a little bit. I know you have a lot you want to talk about on this Mm -hmm. topic, Jessica, Mm -hmm. Um, but I say we just jump right in and, and, and let's do it. Celebrate J-Lo. What's what's one of the quotes? Let's start it off with a quote. I want to hear. Yeah. The first one is, and this was at the beginning of the, of the movie or the Uh documentary, she says, I really feel like my life is just beginning. (gasps) I get chills even just, just remembering it. So I just rewatched it again last night. So I'd be Mm. really fresh for this conversation today. Mm. And it's what it spoke to from, I'll say what it spoke to for me and I'll hand it off to you, which is that I was like, finally, finally, there's a role model who's Mm -hmm. really going to own it. And she's saying how I feel on the inside, which is that I'm 49. I'll be turning 50 as well soon. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I am the best I've been yet. Yes, I feel happier, more in control of my life. I've surrounded by good, healthy, nurturing relationships. Yes. Like, like her, I've taken all this pain and I've composted it into yeah. a beautiful life for myself. And so to see her be a role model for that, and then to, of course, watch her, watch her rocket, you know, at the halftime show and everything else <laughs> that happens in between just made me say, yes, I'm yes. so happy and proud to be a woman of a certain age. Thank and you. Now I've got a role model too, who's, who's like owning it and naming yes. it out loud. 
Yes, but I feel the same exact way that like she's in her prime and she's just going to get better. So often when we watch these documentaries about people of our certain age, both women and men, it's like the over the hill. It's like the retrospect. Let's look back at all of the things that JLo did in her prime. No, I feel like she is just like getting better and better and I'm so excited to see what she's going to do, but this was absolutely a celebration of an artist and of a woman who is just in her prime and relishing it. Relishing it. And then also in the documentary, it wasn't yeah. just like, look how fabulous I am, right? Or how I can rock this pole or how I can do this, or, yeah. you know, I'm doing, you know, playing at such a high level. We also saw her struggle as as a as a mom and then a single mom and and mm -hmm. and the way too that the society hasn't really wanted to celebrate her the way at least the way I always I've always thought she's so fabulous so right? fabulous but watching how people would even say to her face like how do you feel about your butt right honestly like, oh, so inappropriate nobody would say that to a man no. Right. No. But to a woman who's like, oh, I'm here, you know, to promote my next movie yeah. and then to be used as, yeah. well, let's make you smaller, Yep, you know, and let's, let's, um, focus on something that some people just find very surprising, like yeah. that she'd be curvy, yeah. you know? And, and so I, I don't know, I, I found her bravery and her clarity and her honesty very refreshing. Yes. She's very straight up. She's like very, very like New York style, you know, straight up. She's going to tell you what she feels. I mean, my goodness, when she took on the NFL, and I know we'll get to that in our podcast, but just the directness with which she was talking to people just cut through all the nonsense. So it was really refreshing to hear these moments when she's talking with people, be it her dancers or, you know, her stylists and be very straight up about, about what she liked and didn't like. This is a woman who knows herself and yes, to your point, has had to, you know, really take a stand for herself. Even the way that they gave her this halftime, which is like, I don't think you get a larger stage as a performer, but then they gave her half of the halftime, right? And they gave the right. other half to Shakira, which who's a wonderful and talented woman, female Latina artist too. But like, really, like you're going to give like the two Latina women only half of the halftime? There was just something that felt like, again, like you're saying she was being compartmentalized somehow. And, you know, be it her body or be it like, her talent and how much time we're going to give her. And then when we got to get that realness from her, it was like, wow, that has been her saving grace. It's just this directness. I just really, really appreciated that. And I think anyone who watches it will feel that. And especially if you can relate to like New Yorker style directness, it's this very, very specific cultural way of just being like, nope. <laughs> well, and nope. what do women get called that? in the workplace or in families when they stand up and say no they usually get called the b word oh, or yeah. she got called the d word which is diva right yes. there's a whole section on what a diva she is but when men stand up and say what they need what they will accept how things are going to go they're seen as great leaders yes. and clear and you know where you stand with him but when a woman does it it's somehow seen as dangerous and mm -hmm. quite subversive 
Yeah. And I, you know, for me watching and watching her take on the NFL and say with such clarity, and we don't really know how that all worked out with the feminine symbol and the cages on the field. I don't know. I'm not really sure how she pushed that forward. They didn't show that part. But when they just cut to the scene and you see her vision in place, it was like, yes. Yeah. And for those of you who maybe haven't watched this, the, the, the things that she was having to um, talk about with the NFL were um, the the shape of her stage because she has the female um, sex symbol uh, for her, the shape of her stage, but she also wanted to make a um, human right uh, statement. So she put some uh, children, including her own daughter, in these cages because this was at the time when Trump was the president and there was a huge uh, battle going on uh, at our borders with families being torn apart. And she just felt like that was something that she couldn't not comment on. So she was having this conversation. They are showing you, you know, her having the conversation and we're hearing it on her end where she's discussing with an NFL uh, person about these things. And she's sure they're going to shut down the cage idea. But they had a greater issue with the gender symbol. How about that for you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, what what I hear is, and they picked these two beautiful goddesses who can dance their asses off. Oh my God. Yeah. So it almost, I, I, the, the image that I get is like, we'll take the hot, sexy Brown women who will Mm. come and sing, get everybody excited, but we don't want the fullness. Uh We don't want, we don't want their message and we don't want them rocking the boat. And we don't want them making anyone comfortable. Right. We want them to come and entertain. Yes. Right. And I, I feel yes. like it was like this compartmentalizing instead of seeing the fullness of every single thing that they intended and did deliver. I they think did. they they did deliver their vision. I was I, so yep. impressed. And I think she did, right? Even in the confines, which is very like symbolic for her whole journey, even in the confines, she's like, oh no, I will bust it out. I will do the poll. I will do a statement. I will weave in born in the USA. And the, oh my God, can we just talk about the flag? The section where she had the Puerto Rican flag on one side uh, uh, and the American flag and she was wearing it. I just thought that was so amazing. So she's like, okay, you're giving me this much. All right, I'm just going to turn it into pure gold. And I I just loved that for her. Absolutely. And then I, I actually wrote this down, but while, you know, while we're watching that um, section where she has the two flags and her daughter carries it off, yeah. all everyone is singing, let's get loud. Like all these women, that was the, that was the song that was the happening yes. at the same time. Let's get loud. We're, we're no more sitting back. No more keeping our mouth shut. It feeds in so beautifully to really our purpose in doing this show together is recovering good girls ourselves. We Mm -hmm. are tired of keeping our own mouths shut, right? And Mm -hmm. at some point we, as women do it to ourselves, other women are doing it to us, reminding us, well, don't rock the boat. Don't, don't get loud. Don't be sexy. What what are you doing? Cover it up. Keep quiet. Keep your head down. You're you're 50 for God's sake. Like keep that to the youngins. Yeah. What are you doing? (laughs) You're going to hurt yourself. You're going to pull something. (laughs) Yeah. And so she's reminding us and she's reminding it's happening in these little girl voices too, as the background singers, let's get loud. 
I mean, I, I, so I re rewatching it last night. I have tears. I welled up with tears seven times. And it happened to me the first time I watched this too. Mm. Um, I was just so struck by how perfect, I mean, for the message for me personally at this stage mm. of my life, but mm -hmm. also for every other woman, every other young woman, woman of yes. a certain age, no matter what age someone yes. is watching that, I feel like she really held up that flag for yes, us she did. all of who we are. Yes. And she was so sweet with the girls, you know, her having her own daughter and the way she spoke to them at the rehearsal, uh, the way she spoke to her young dancers and was really telling them to like, go for it, go for it. You know, her work ethic, her dance ethic and how she really like wanted excellence from everyone around her. But I was so impressed that her tone could shift. So this is kind of like talking about Jennifer Lopez as, you know, an entrepreneur, business badass that she could, you know, turn to her <clears throat> young dancers and be you know, the girls and be really sweet and motherly and maternal and let them all hug her. And they're having these group hugs and she looks like a glamorous mother goose or something. <laughs> and then in the next minute, she's talking to like her hip hop, you know, uh, boys and girls, you know, t like young adults where she's like, oh, I was a fly girl on In Living Color. Let me tell you, let me tell you what I expect from you. And let me tell you what the industry is going to expect from you. So she's like mentoring them and just like how she was able to, to, to really meet people where they were, I thought was something that, uh, in has watching her as an actor has really informed her acting that she's very sensitive and empathetic and can read the room. And I think when we were watching the documentary, Shay, one thing that jumped out at me, sorry, Flashe, I always call you Shay, is that she, even though she has this, this exterior that is so glamorous, right? The blonde highlights and the like bling bling water holder and all of these things that are kind of over the top. She's very sensitive. I think, you know, I, I don't know Jennifer, but there's a, like a empathy that you feel from her deeply. And so I think that she has used that in her acting. She's used that in her interpersonal skills in the way she's had to negotiate her business and, you know, work with different people. Uh, and it's really, you can really see her using it in a way that I feel like was very refreshing to see a mature woman using that. Uh, and like, we're talking about being direct, but it, with with care, with nuance, and it really came across at different moments of the film and, and also made me feel very emotional. Like this is someone who deeply, deeply understands people. And there was something too, most of us walk through the world and we're only dealing with the things that are right in front of us. <laughs> and what she was teaching those dancers in particular, and this is what I saw, was mm. she was zooming out. She was teaching them how to zoom out and zoom in at the same time. How do we hold two perspectives? And Ooh. she's like, so I'm looking around and I'm looking at, am I in step with you guys? And I'm looking at, does the camera got me? She was showing them how yes. you can, there's a way to get big enough to hold all of it. And the looks on their faces too, kind of like, because huh? <laughs> you also could see they got it you know by the time they were at the halftime show everybody yes. got it yes. they were all you know you know voguing for the camera and perfectly in sync with each other and she yeah. invited that in 
And to me that there's also, there's a wisdom in that. There's yes. one thing to learn. I know how to do it and I'll hold it, but it's something else to teach you to yeah. hold that. And that's a life skill. That's not just how do I be on the, on the stage with the fabulous JLo, but how can I bring that into my life? Yeah. And every single thing I do, every interaction yeah. that I have. Yeah. That's so important. Definitely. And that we're a team, we're a unit here. Like we, you know, we have to lift each other up. We have to be in sync. This isn't just like the one woman show. Today's episode is brought to you by Impact Vocal Coaching. Do you need to improve your public speaking skills? You can increase your confidence and skill with my new training course. It's called Impact, the essential public speaking course for your online and in-person presentations with me, voice coach Jessica Neighbor. You will improve your speaking effectiveness for your meetings, for your podcasts, and for your social gatherings with girlfriends of a certain age. I'm an international voice coach and author, and I've been teaching professionally for 20 years. You'll learn valuable speech skills in my streamlined six-step process. And listeners of Girlfriends of a Certain Age get two bonuses when you join soon. You can join the Impact Vocal Coaching course at impactvocalcoaching.com. Hope to see you inside. Stay calm and speak on. Let's do another quote. Ooh, let's do um, it. So she said that she wanted to be someone who, uh, who's, who is for other women, quote, that they would say, when I saw you on stage, I knew I could be there too. Mm. that for me, what, what that says to me or what it uh, sparked alive in me is our, our own live into our own greatness. Mm -hmm. We're showing other people they can be great too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as a, like for me, as a business coach for entrepreneurs, I, you know, everybody I've speak to like has a book inside of them, has a podcast, has a business they want to start, yeah. but most people will never do it. Most people will never take the step because they're too afraid. Yeah. To, to get out there. And so that's why it's so important for when you do have the energy and you do have the guts to get out there and start your business or your podcast or your book or whatever it is, yeah. and you will take criticism and people may not take you seriously or may not even like what you put out. That's not the point. The point is that you do what you know you are meant to do. And the first iteration of it, or like the first pancake may not be that great. Mm -hmm. And I love that, that she even, she wants to be that for the rest mm -hmm. of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that that is what can even open up for us at 50, you know, for me to think about, yeah, I feel, I still feel like my best years are still yet to come. Yes. And she and was you, saying that. Right. And it's so important to watch it because like you were saying before it, we don't want to minimize her, you know, as you know, JLo, the, the woman who wore the, what the racy Versace dress, or, you know, these different, like the, the Beneford years, like it really minimizes what she's doing and just how inspiring she is. Because like you're saying, she's really like not only doing her purpose, but multiple purposes, the singing, the acting, the dancing. And when, you know, she started off as the dancer and then people told her that, she couldn't act and then she went ahead and you know starred in selena and then people said you can't sing and then she made all these great hits come to life she just kept speaking to her own truth so like you're saying we can be our own worst critic right and you know she i'm i know we know she had critics out in the real world but boy whatever inner critic 
Jennifer has had, she has been able to tune out and move through it, or maybe in spite of it, show herself and show us just like how multi-talented she is. You know, she's doing it all. And I remember in the film, her talking about some of her inspirations from musical theater, uh, Rita Moreno, and how she could sing and act and dance. And here she is doing it in a very fresh, contemporary way. Absolutely. Her own way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And unapologetically. And what I, what I take from that, and what I want to amplify Yes. this conversation yeah is that that is our secret sauce hmm. that is the secret sauce for us to take the things that we're ashamed of and things that the trauma and the drama that's happened to us or that we created and and like <laughs> the, the good things and really all of it the light and the dark bring all of that together heal it mm. kind of digest it and then use that for fuel to bring our best selves into the world and i think that doing that, especially at midlife is such a powerful time because that's when so many of us have the energy because our, our, our perspective is shifting. Yeah. Right. Like you and I still have, you know, pretty young kids at home, but, but, at, you know, at some point they will move on, they will move out, they will get launched. And then, yeah. you know, it's not that many more years we're going to have our kids living with us. No. We'll have far more years with that, with them off doing their own adventures. That's right. And who are you? Who am I? Who is every woman of a certain age? Yeah. And what greatness can we bring forward now at this stage of life? And we have so much, we have so much to offer as Jennifer Lopez is demonstrating. We have so much, we have perspective, we have experience, you know, and it was, it was really wonderful to watch her also to see like her journey and, you know, the ups and downs also, how did you feel uh, the film? How did you feel about walking through the whole award, uh, you know, roller coaster ride she was going on when her film Hustlers loved it? If you haven't seen it, please go out and watch it. It is amazing. Uh, you know, got nominated. Um, how did you feel the film handled that section of her of her life and going to the awards and all of that? I thought it was so refreshing because most people at a certain level, you know, are powerful enough to say, you know, let's minimize the bad stuff. Let's not, let's not mm -hmm. have that in there. I'm going to rewrite history and let's leave that out. The fact that it was such an integral part of the story mm -hmm. that she really went for it and yeah. she brought her greatness. And there was all of this acknowledgement that it was great, that she's yeah. great, that the acting was great, that the, the the whole project, the way it was put together an all female set and everything that in the making of yes. the movie just felt the way they talked about it felt so different and refreshing that she got snubbed. Mm. Also, I mean, for me, you know, as, as a woman of color, that there was this line where they interviewed um, Ben Affleck and, and, and I mm -hmm. guess he was saying, that she was saying, I expect it not to be fair, right? That that there are certain yeah. members of society for whom it's not fair. We, we don't yeah. get treated fairly. Right. And so we kind of expect it. Yep. And he was so shocked, but yes. he didn't expect it as a white no. man. He was like, but that's not fair. Right. A white like, cisgender yeah. male. And she's like, I'm a woman. I'm Latina. I expect this. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so I think it was so great to, to, to just sort of connect the dots. Yes. To connect the dots. Some people will hear this and be like, oh, you're making excuses. And all right, that's that's a perspective as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but for me, 
as a woman of color who's also not been taken seriously. I think so much in my life, people have underestimated me, but I've turned that into my superpower. Mm-hmm. You go right ahead and underestimate me. Mm-hmm. You go right ahead. And I felt like there was a little bit of, of, of her doing that too, because yeah. we, was it a week after she got, get, got snubbed by the Oscars? She's yes. killing it on the biggest stage in the world. Yes, yes. And it felt a little bit like, a, eh, well, back yeah, at you, right? Absolutely. And then someone said something, yeah, but something we don't know about these award shows is that they're often, people need to know that you need to win. Mm. And Jennifer Lopez is already at the top of her game. Oh, And so I do wonder if that sort of played it. I don't know anything about the psychology of how people pick these winners. It all seems very political right. and- Oh yeah, you know, yeah. And far, I mean, far away and, right. and a little bit inconsequential to, in yeah. my life. But yeah, I did think that was an interesting statement to make. I also had a, had an opinion on it, which was that it shows that she's still human, right? Even though she's this sort of like super celebrity that she has her disappointments and, you know, the higher the highs, the lower the lows. But also I did really feel that, um, as you know, a a performer myself that, you know, we have to share the stage more. And it was really frustrating. There was a a shot where they were sharing like the different nominees and they were all white women. And, you know, it was like, oh, here we go again. They they won't let us in. And I just think that we we have to have a a bigger cultural discussion. And I think we are these days, especially the Oscars. They've definitely gotten a lot of heat lately. But just to say, you know, I who are we celebrating? Who do we keep, you know, giving these awards to and why? And also I think the movie Hustlers that Jennifer did was really confusing for people, right? Like the subject matter and and the fact that it was so feminine, like people didn't quite know what to make of it, but it's really a brilliant film on so many levels. And her performance was freaking captivating. You could not take your eyes off of her. And can we just acknowledge that her pole dancing is insanely good? They show how she had to learn it with a time crunch and she just took it on, made it look effortless, looked so strong and gorgeous at the same time, which I just love to see. I love to see females who are uh, looking beautiful and strong. It's like, yay, not having to deal with the waif look, you know, which she came into in her industry in the 90s. You know, everyone's like a waif and they all like ate a cracker for the day. And here she is just in all of her fullness, in all of her curves doing these insanely technical moves up on a pole and just being like, pow. So she should have worn the Oscar just for that. I mean, come on. Just for that, just for that alone. Yeah. (laughs) No, it was, it was great. And I think too, there was something that I noticed is that she's living her purpose Mm. and she's a hard worker. Yes. And she keeps saying yes to herself. Even when she gets no's around her, she's keeping her own counsel. Yes, and that is. is one of the gifts that become of, of, of getting older uh-huh. and, and our own wisdom keepers. She, so one of the things that it seems to me that she's no longer giving a shit about in her life is, <laughs> you know, someone else saying no, she even said at the end, she was giving us a, a speech to uh, entrepreneurs mm-hmm. who she's been, who she's going to be supporting. And she said, just remember, no is not an answer. It's an opportunity. Right. Boom. And then we saw her put that in play. Yes. Right. 
by getting that movie made and starring in it and then yes. pushing so hard. So, you know, cause it turns out you have to campaign to, to get, to get an Oscar nomination. Yeah. And, and so she, but she, as she just kept saying yes to her own knowledge, wisdom inside of her that said, this is what matters. And this is what I put, I throw my entire weight and energy and abilities and brand behind. And, and that so, is so beautiful. Cause that should be our compass. What yeah. do I want? What do yes. I need? What do I feel is the right course of action? Yes. What do, what story do I believe? That's right. Because too many of us have spent too much time listening to the thoughts, opinions, and feelings of other people. That's right. And, then and making our right. own, changing our lives around it. Right. And we're, we're not living our true lives because we can only live our life. We can only walk our walk and, and live our own journey. But if we're so um, outside of ourselves, if we're so concerned with what other people think, or if we get so discouraged and impacted by what people have told us, then we're, we're really not going to be able to live our full lives. And, you know, as a voice coach, when I'm working with young performers, especially who are going out on auditions, or public speakers as well, who are sort of under the scrutiny of the public eye. This is the thing that you're trying to remind them of, which is that you want to go by your own compass and your own belief system. We don't want to look for it outside of ourselves because that, that doesn't, it doesn't follow through like we think it will. So all the accolades and all of the, the, you know, the, even the awards, right. They come and they go, but that inner compass, that inner voice, that's staying back, you know, coming back home to what do I value? What do I care about? What's my perspective on this thing? That's what's really going to feed your next step in your journey right it's not what people are telling you to do and what people are valuing about you it's what's inside of yourself and that's why this girlfriends of a certain age journey that we're on together right now is so exciting because we don't know we don't know where we're gonna go we don't exactly know all we know is that we're really enjoying where we are right now and that we're we're trusting our inner compass every step of the way and i do really think that jennifer lopez in halftime demonstrated that so beautifully. I mean, whew, with all the pressures and all the demands, you really did feel like, you know, her inner practice, whatever that is that she does for herself is solid, is solid. Is solid. And, and to see that progression too, right? Mm. To go from, oh, I used to only write songs about love to, uh, yeah, I'm not political. I live after other people. And then saying, no, mm -hmm. I have a voice. I have this platform, I'm going to use it for good. The good yeah. that my internal compass is telling me is good. And I want to encourage every woman listening to this right now to do that for herself. Mm -hmm. What is your compass saying is right for you, is right for you. And you might need a little, you might need to cover your ears and stop listening to the outside world for a little bit to get to understand what that is for you. Yeah. Because that's where all of our brilliance lives. Cause we're only at the halftime of our lives. Only at the, Ooh, we're only at the halftime. I love it. We got a whole second half. I wanted to ask you a question about the family dynamics that we got to see just a little slice of what did you make about there's that scene where her, uh, I think it was hustler film just got nominated and she just got nominated and the, she's on a, a family thread and they're talking about a football game on Sunday and they're all, you know, 
to going back and forth and and like one sister's like hey hey don't forget jennifer just got nominated for an oscar and they're like ah anyways football right <laughs> i thought there was something so interesting oh is the premiere her movie premiered her movie yeah. premiered there's something so humbling about that but like exactly. i wonder how she felt about that you know right well what i what i saw and heard and felt from that was my family doesn't see me doesn't see me in my greatness uh you know i became great despite the fact that these people don't honor me and don't celebrate my wins mm. uh, and i go i go elsewhere and get that mm -hmm. and so i'm just going to respond go jets because i can see what they have available to give me yeah and it's it's it's, it's nothing yeah it's nothing and so if i want to be a part of this family still i'll just phone it in yeah yeah just type back go jets and yeah. then she's sitting there with her entourage being filmed for her own damn documentary right. you know and she's like yeah i don't get seen yeah for who and what i am in my yes. fullness from those people yeah. i'm still connected with them but i my heart gets taken care of in other ways and i'm in charge of that yes and that is the, that's what i that's what i took from home from that how about you yeah i mean I I felt like an ouch because I just felt like, wait a minute, a, a, a normal family should be like losing their mind right now. Like that is huge. That is huge news, you know, and and, and for a second I thought, well, this is Jennifer just such a public figure now that they're all burned out and they're trying to kind of normalize her. And I thought, no, she really did get dissed. She really got dismissed in that uh, exchange. And yeah, it's like, wow, you can be a huge celebrity, but you never know what the interpersonal family dynamics are going on. And, and I thought that that was, you know, just a glimpse and without knowing anything about her family. So I don't wanna, you know, make any huge generalizations. I completely agree that it felt like she's not fully seen in her family the way um she could be and you know that's that's that that was a little bit of an ouch moment i was like Ooh. i thought that scene was very ouchy and i honestly i think that is normal in most families mm -hmm. i do think there's like i'm hearing a phrase in my head of like don't get too big for your britches there you go i remember a female relative saying that to me one time don't get too big for your britches fleshe and i was Ooh, like yeah what do you mean yeah i just there's something great just happened Oh, and you don't want to acknowledge it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Got it. I'm not going to go to you for that. And so I think this happens to us all the time. Yeah. And I think you said in a normal family, she would get acknowledged. And I, I actually think from the people that I know, it's not normal always to have family be that like really celebrating. Like there might be one or two people who do that, but as a context, yeah. when people change too much in a family dynamic, people freak out and get really weird. It's a really, really good point. You're right. You're and right. And when a woman gets too big and stands mm. for what she wants and, and says who she is and, and won't back down, she even more gets pushed to the side of like, we don't know how to deal with that. Mm -hmm. You know, we need her to stay smaller so we can control a little bit more and her responses and her actions can be more predictable. I yes. think that happens to women all the time. I think that's a really, really good point. And um, her mom felt like a tough lady, like the scene when they're preparing Thanksgiving mm. and she was kind of like, you know, 
throwing salt in 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 Jennifer's game about like the the dish she was preparing, but then you also felt like the strength from Jennifer of like, oh, I I know this I know this dynamic here. I was like, oh yeah, that's 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 a tough that's a tough relationship right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. for those who haven't seen the scene, Jennifer's mm-hmm. making something. The mom who uh, everyone is saying mom doesn't cook. Jennifer's cooking, and you know the bunch of people over, and you could see she's just like really going for it yeah mom comes over let me come over and taste if it's good <sighs> let me see it and i mean that that is such um i mean i don't know her mom but yeah. that is a narcissistic that is a, a common theme in narcissistic abusive relationships we're like let me see if you're any good mm-hmm. let me see about this you know and and then and then jennifer just mom said yeah too much vinegar and jennifer says no it isn't it's really good she held her it own. Just owns it. She was like, yes. "Don't eat my vinegary food. I, I don't. That's like, right. I don't care. That's right. Um, yeah, it was, that was very surprising uh-huh. because that was very overt. That was a yes. very overt and aggressive way of being. Yes, it, it was. makes me wonder how much longer Mom's going to be invited to Thanksgiving. When you act mm-hmm. like that in my house, you don't get invited over. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I wasn't saying that, you know, 15 years ago, but I'm strong enough to say it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really good point. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was, that was an intense moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know, I think Jennifer is giving us a lot to think about. She is putting yes. herself out there in a very vulnerable, raw and real way. And it's, she's giving each and every one of us permission to do the exact same thing in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, from some ladies, uh, Jennifer, we just want to say thank you. Like hopefully, hopefully you feel seen, uh, because I think that this documentary did a beautiful job of really like showing, uh, you know, the parts of you that you wanted to share with the world. And I think that we, we really were able to take that in and, and we so appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I just can't thank her and her team and the documentary maker enough for just really like showcasing so much uh for us it was it was delightful it was a really fun watch it really was yeah yeah uh well on that note girlfriends yeah i we i would love to hear your comments on this too like yeah we're just what do you think we're yeah chit chatting and saying our things from our own perspectives but add your voice to the conversation as well with the comments down below um, you're welcome to join our email list, get more information about stuff that we're up to. And you can also follow us on Instagram and on YouTube. That's right. We want to hear what you thought of JLo's halftime. That would be super fun. All right. Till next time, girlfriends. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in today to Girlfriends of a Certain Age podcast. Do you have a girlfriend who needs to hear this message? Share this episode with her. She will love you forever. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and comment wherever you get your podcasts. Stay tuned for more episodes where we discuss more hot topics about girlfriends living their best lives. You can follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and girlfriendsofacertainage.com.